Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Hey, Goal Achievers, it's Hal Elrod. And uh, you may have seen on social media or via email or on Amazon, but uh, the newest book in the Miracle Morning book series, my latest book, The Miracle Morning for Teachers, just came out yesterday or two days ago, I guess, as of today. And um, this is really exciting. This is something that a vision I had 12 years ago when I was doing The Miracle Morning was I had someone tell me that they had taught it to their grade school, their elementary school child, and they were doing it with them every day. And it was really transforming their child's life and their own. And I had a vision. I thought, whoa, what if like every school in America and then the world, every school around the world, or as many as possible, what if classrooms across the world practiced the miracle morning in Lifesavers and started their day with meditation and affirmations and visualization, exercise, reading, and journaling? I thought, just like it works for adults, right? It would put children, young adults in a peak state first thing in the morning to start their day. And I thought it could enhance their emotional well-being, their ability to focus. And again, all the benefits that adults gain from doing the savers and the miracle morning, I thought that would be something that could revolutionize our society and, you know, starting with our next generation, our current and next generation. So back in February of this year, honor a quarter, my co-creator of the Miracle Morning book series, her and I decided that the next book in the series, and it's going to be like the series is kind of on pause because we believe so much in this book that we don't want to work on another book. We want to put all our energy into this one. And it's the Miracle Morning for teachers. And again, it's the idea that if we're getting it in classrooms around the world, what it can do and the impact it can have is immeasurable. And it's something that we're really committed to. So anyway, you're going to hear kind of more about it and what the book's about and stuff here is Honoré and I uh, share what the vision was for this book or is for this book. And uh, we hope that, you know, if you have any teachers in your life, you'll pick up a copy or a few for the teachers that impact either you or your kids or someone that you know, or if you're a teacher yourself, of course. So before uh, we get started, I want to say one more thing. And that is that as uh, the holidays are coming up here, and we're closing out the year. I know this is the Achieve Your Goals podcast, but uh, I'd invite you to start thinking about what your goals are, not just the measurable goals, but how do you want to feel? And the reason I, I say that is if you really think about what we all want, you know, if I said, what do you want in life? You'd probably have a list of, I want this and I want that. I want to achieve this. I want to, you know, this and all these goals around different areas of your life. But if we really are honest with ourselves, why do we want what we want? We just want to feel good. As my good friend Chip Frank says, it's joy. Like that's what we are here for is just to find joy in life. And of course, we experience the opposite of joy quite frequently, which helps us to appreciate when things or experiences or just our internal state brings us joy. You know, can't have the sweet without the sour, as they say. So anyway... I just want to invite you to think about that as you're closing out the year 2019 and beginning for 2020. Don't just set measurable goals. Don't just set smart goals, but set goals. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel every day? And then remove all the things from your life that you can. I know maybe that's not, you know, it's easier said than done, but remove as many of the things as you can that steal your joy. 
and add in the things that cause you joy, that bring you joy. For me, it's space in my calendar, space to be with my family. And so I have cut, I'll do a full episode on this here soon, but I have made radical changes in my life, in my schedule, in my work to really put myself in a position to be able to experience what matters most to me every single day to feel good. And so I hope you do the same. And the beauty of it is you don't have to wait to start working on that goal until 2020. When you define how you want to feel, you want to feel good. You want to feel space. You want to feel free. What do you want to feel? You can start on that goal. You can accomplish it immediately, right? You can start doing practices or just focusing on it and closing your eyes and feeling the way that you want to feel because the means justifying the ends. The means are these goals that are tangible and measurable, but the end is we just want to feel good. So I'm inviting you to start there. Begin with the end in mind by actually experiencing that end now. Feel good. Enjoy every moment. Hope you're having a great December so far. And I'll talk to you all next week. All right, goal achievers. Hey, it's Hal Elrod and welcome to another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And today, uh, my guest is one of my good friends, business partner, co-creator of the Miracle Morning book series, Mrs. Honoré Corder. And you've, you've heard from her quite a few times. I've had her on the podcast. This is probably the, I don't know, third, fourth time. And uh, if you don't know Honoré, I'll tell you a little bit about her before I tell you how her and I came to work together. And she is the author of more than 50 books, including You Must Write a Book. She is, as I mentioned, my partner and co-creator of the book series, the Miracle Morning book series. And being that she is such a prolific author, she is also a strategic book coach. She is a speaker and she provides group and one-on-one strategic book coaching to business professionals who want to write, publish, and market their books to bestseller status, who want to use books to create a platform and develop multiple streams of income. And uh, as someone who has done all of those things at the highest level, I tease her sometimes. She'll like write a book a month. Just, you know, she just writes a book for fun. No big deal. But as the author of more than 50 books, you can kind of see that that is true. So here's how this all happened. Uh, 2012, I wrote this book, The Miracle Morning. You might be aware of that. And uh, shortly thereafter, in 2013, I met Honoré. And it was really serendipitous. I was on Goodreads. I was reading, you know, 150 reviews for The Miracle Morning book. And something about her review stood out to me. And I don't know why, but of all the reviews, she's the only person that I Googled her. I'm like, who is this person? And uh, found out she was this prolific writer. And I was looking at potentially doing a Miracle Morning book series and reached out to her about possibly doing a book in the series. And then realized she was more qualified than I was <laughs> to create a series and asked if she would you know, partner with me on that venture. And uh, since then, we've got over a dozen books have been published in the Miracle Morning book series. In fact, I'm looking at my wall here. We've got The Miracle Morning for college students, for writers, for network marketers, for salespeople, for real estate agents, for couples, for entrepreneurs, for parents and families. We also have The Miracle Morning Art of Affirmations, which is a mindfulness coloring book for adults and kids. We've got Miracle Morning Millionaires that we did with David Osborne, What the Wealthy Do Before ADM That Will Make You Rich. And uh, one of our more recent is um, The Miracle Morning for Couples, which I don't know if I mentioned that, but with Brandy and Lance Salazar. So we've got over a dozen books in the series. And here's the deal. This is where we're coming to today's episode for a very special announcement. And uh, not just announcement, but really an initiative that we're in the midst of to elevate the consciousness of humanity one person at a time and to do it 
through schools. So the newest book, The Miracle Morning for Teachers, and that book is designed for both teachers and their students. So for teachers to use in classrooms with their students. And the subtitle is Elevate Your Impact for Yourself and Your Students. And I'll back up a little bit more. When I wrote The Miracle Morning, I was thinking small. This little routine changed my life and I wanted to share it with some other people. And I thought maybe, you know, I'll sell a few hundred books, a few thousand books maybe. And I just feel responsible to share it with anyone that might benefit from the Miracle Morning practice. But once I started getting all these emails from people and feedback and reviews saying that the Miracle Morning had radically transformed their life, I started thinking bigger and I went, okay, this is changing people's lives. I have a responsibility to get out there in a bigger way. And so the mission became change 1 million lives one morning at a time. And then once you know years went by, Honor and I have been working together and we've surpassed a million copies sold, now 2 million copies sold and millions of lives impacted around the world. We asked ourselves, how can we take this impact to the next level? And I believe that The Miracle Morning for Teachers is arguably the most important book in the series. In fact, I'll let Honore, I'm going to bring you on Honore because you say this really well. Honore, welcome to the podcast. I'll bring you on. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. A little clunky there, but you know, hey, you're here. We're here. So you and I were just talking about this before we started recording. From your vantage point, why this book? Why this book? And you know, what's your highest aspiration for The Miracle Morning for Teachers and the impact that it can make? Well, I really bought into your desire to impact the lives of a million people one morning at a time. And we've done that. We've done that a couple of times. And I think we were in agreement that the next book in the series needed to impact the next generation. Mm. And when we thought about it from a global perspective, how do you impact the lives of children? No kid is going to Barnes & Noble looking for (laughs) a book on personal development. Right. So the next best way would be to impact the lives of the people who impact the lives. Right. Yeah. To reach the teachers. Yeah. So to reach the kids, we needed to impact the people they spent most of their time with. And that were, was teachers. It very logically to me meant that we would impact the lives of teachers and impacting those millions of lives of teachers. We would, we then have the opportunity to impact tens of millions of lives, if not hundreds of millions of lives of students. And those students are our next generation. Absolutely. And I think one thing that's important to point out is that this book, The Miracle Morning for Teachers, was written, or I should say created, if you will, very differently than any of the other books. So every book that Honore and I have co-authored in the Miracle Morning book series, we have found a co-author who is an expert in their space. So The Miracle Morning for Writers, for example, we co-authored with Steve Scott, who's written dozens of books himself. David Osborne, who's you know a very wealthy individual, did the Miracle Morning Millionaires book. This book, you know, Honoré and I are not teachers, so rather than picking one teacher to co-author the book with, we actually empowered dozens and dozens of teachers around the world, not just to write, but to actually create a real-world experiment in their classrooms, where they took the Miracle Morning practices, known as the Savers, the Six Practices: Silence, Affirmations visualization, exercise reading, and scribing or journaling, and actually lead their students every day through a process, through that practice, and do it for an entire month, and then report on the results along the way and at the end. 
And so this book was created not only from Honoré doing a lot of research in the world of teaching and outside the box teaching and what's been found in the latest research to really work for students, but beyond the research was the real world experiment that again, the teachers did. And in uh, Henri, I'd love for you to speak on that. What for you, you know, you really led the charge for that process, leading the teachers. And I was in the Facebook group, of course, they were interacting and engaging. And what for you were some of the most profound responses that you got from teachers? Or for me, it was often seeing what their students were telling the teachers. Sure. So you, you ask a lot of questions. I'll try to unpack them <laughs> one at a time. Um, so the first aha moment for me was recognizing that teachers really want to connect, whether they are new teachers or new-ish teachers, or they are veteran teachers and they've been around for a decade or more or decades. They really want, they really want to empower their students. They became teachers because they love teaching. And they love their students and they were hungry for a way to become better people, better teachers, and to help their students become better students and to learn easier, better, and faster. That was the first aha moment. And then watching the results of the experiment come in. So I, we did a call for teachers. We said, hey, we're going to write this book and we want teachers to create a 30-day experiment in their classrooms where they are using our guidelines. I wrote a guide for the teachers to use the Miracle Morning practices that you just mentioned only one minute at a time um, in their classrooms. So they would have a six-minute Miracle Morning with their students at the beginning of every day or really when it fit in their day. But most of them stuck with the morning, uh, thus the Miracle Morning. Sure. (laughs) So doing those practices, taking those six minutes out of their day, which if you're a teacher, you understand this, every minute of the day is is critical. Taking those six minutes and putting in another piece of curriculum was a big ask. But what we found, what we learned from our teachers was that it actually helped their students to learn easier, better, and faster in the classrooms. The students were nicer to the teachers. The teachers recognized and saw that the students were being nicer to each other. It was really groundbreaking in that the the students became more confident and in becoming more confident, they became more kind to themselves and to others. They at first were rolling their eyes and when doing the affirmation. <laughs> they didn't want to get out of their chair and do the exercise piece. But when the teacher would say, okay, well, it's not exercise, it's dancing. Put on a piece of music for a minute and let it, you know, wiggle, 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 wiggle for just a minute and get some of that energy out. The students really responded to it and then they started asking for it. Do you think we could do another minute of affirmations later? Do you think we could do another minute of silence later? I wasn't finished reading um, could I read a little bit longer? Yeah. Those were all things that happened um, just in this little 30-day period, just in these little dozens of, of classrooms, which were a microcosm of the uh, the world, right? Just, just a little tiny slice. We made a difference in perhaps a couple of hundred students' lives. But it gave us a, a line of sight into the possibilities, what could be created if we followed through and published the book, and now we are. Well, yeah. And it was really neat to see the Miracle Morning for Teachers Facebook group, right? Where the teachers were interacting and exactly they would say, hey, I'm struggling with getting my students excited about exercise, like you said. And then somebody said, oh, we're doing dancing every morning. And then all of a sudden, all the teachers like, genius, right? So that just spread and everybody was learning from each other. 
some of what you said reminded me of the original vision for this book that I had before it was really even, I mean, there's years and years ago when the Miracle Morning first came out is I thought one day, if we could get the Miracle Morning in classrooms around the world, where imagine if every classroom, every teacher, every student started their day with the six practices of the savers. I thought that would radically transform their lives. Like I thought it could end bullying. You know, it's going to enhance their focus and their emotional well-being the same way that it does for anyone that does these practices, the miracle morning practices, whether you're an adult or a kid. Either way, the emotional well-being, optimizing your mindset, all of the things, the benefits that occur, it benefits not only the students, but of course the teachers and then the whole classroom collectively and then society, right? I mean, just the ripple effect is incredible. One thing that I think is really interesting that we decided to do was two 30-day challenges in the book, right? We've never done that before. Every Miracle Morning book series book ends with a 30-day challenge. In this one, we did a 30-day challenge for the teachers at the beginning, their own journey, their own Miracle Morning challenge. And then at the end, leading the students. Can you talk a little bit about, Honore, what that looks like for teachers and for students? Oh, sure. Imagine you're on an airplane. They are going to say, hey, before you put the mask on the kid next to you or the person uh-huh. next to you, put the mask on yourself. And that's the idea behind this. Uh, behind this idea was to empower the teachers to take 30 days and do their own Miracle Morning practice. If they were new to the Miracle Morning, and many people will be discovering the Miracle Morning and the Lifesavers for the very first time with this book. The very first 30 days needs to be the teachers and, and their own focus on themselves and their transformation. Um, you can't show up at your best if you are not practicing the Miracle Morning Lifesavers yourself. So that first 30 days, we encourage the teachers to really just focus on themselves and their own personal and professional development in whatever way that works for them. And once they've got the hang of it, then to take that next 30 days and incorporate it into their lesson plan, incorporate it into their curriculum. And we offer some ways to do that. Well, and one of the things is you created this downloadable guide, right? Maybe you talk about that, but this is to where the teachers, it's not just reading the book, you know, and that's it. There are some awesome supplemental materials to teach the teachers how to lead a miracle morning in their classroom. Right. So we actually had some teachers who were already using the Miracle Morning themselves and in their classroom before we started. They just weren't doing it um, under our suggestion. They had already taken the, the idea themselves and were using it in their classroom. So we had a video from a teacher that we shared. And I wrote the guide with the idea in mind that... If, if I say, go bake a cookie, you're like, well, what goes in a cookie? <laughs> what do I do? What's a cookie? And then how do, I, how do I bake one? What are the ingredients that go in? I wanted to make it a one, two, three, easy, you know, a one, two, three step process for them to be able to follow. And once you know how to make a cookie, then you can make a chocolate chip cookie or you can make a um, almond pecan cookie or you can make a pumpkin cookie and... You can also bribe me with cookies. Like that's a side note, Um, right? But giving them the recipe in the guide so that they could customize the process for themselves, but give them a place to start. Yeah, I love that. And I know for me personally, which is why I did this when I wrote the original Miracle Morning book, like I need my handheld, like make it really, really simple for me. You know, don't talk high level. Just give me like, do this, then do this, then do this, then do this. I'm, I'm holding the book in my hand and I just flipped open to this page and... I wanted to read some of these. This is really cool. These are actually students. I see four students here and what they said 
after the 30 day challenge. So Cameron said, I loved how Miracle Morning woke me up. I am not a huge morning person. By the way, this is at an elementary school. I am not a huge morning person and this helped me to become one. The visualization was my favorite because it showed me how I would have a good day and I did have a good day every time. And then another uh, student said, I'm changed at school because of Miracle Morning. Every day when we do the visualization, I say, I am positive that day. I am super positive. For example, if I'm playing basketball and I miss a shot, now I say, that was so close. Instead of what? That should have gone in. Come on. Uh, Another gal said, it really helps clear my mind and it makes me feel calm. It sends my body into a whole new place and sends my mind to a successful road instead of a dark road. And then last but not least, this is from my daughter, Sophie. She says, think about yourself as a flower. You have to start blossoming soon, but you don't know how. You need water, sun, and lots of love from others, but it is your job to start blossoming. But then there is a gardener who gives you lots of love, water, and sunshine. This is why you can't do everything by yourself. You need the love from others. And during Miracle Morning, you can visualize that. Wow, she should be a writer someday. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I just, I just, I just, I wanted to interject that because that was the amazing thing is, of course, the teachers were excited. But to me, it was the most inspiring to hear about the results for the students. Because like you said, in the beginning, they're kind of rolling their eyes. Anytime you introduce anything new, right? Whether you're an adult or a kid, you're like, ah, come on, what are we doing? I don't, this is new for me. I don't like, right? And and for the teachers to, I mean, the students at the end to be like, this has changed my life in just 30 days. You know, it was really, really special. So talk about in the Miracle Morning books, all the book series books, and this one is no different. There is the Miracle Morning content that's customized for the specific reader of the book, you know, in this case, teachers. But then we also, uh, there's always brand new content. And in this particular book, we call these the ABCs of being a legendary teacher. And there were three of them. The first was A plus attitude optimization. The second was best behavior. And the third was community creation. And HC, I'd love for you to speak, you know, a little bit on all three of those and kind of what the focus is for teachers with regards to the three skills. Sure. So we wanted to stick with the theme of teaching, right? The ABCs. Yeah. Um, a little nod to nod to our educators and our teachers out there who are doing this heavy lifting. Um, so I took the um, attitude as the A. So A plus attitude optimization. And this is for teachers and then to pass on to their students. And then I just broke it down into the sub-skills of attitude. So how do you create an attitude? What's your approach um, to having a better attitude, what is the belief you have to have, and then what are the character traits you need to embody? And then how do you put those into practice in your everyday life? And how are you sharing that with your students? How are you modeling that with your students? I think every teacher will will nod and smile um, and have a, probably have a lot to say about the fact that some parents are more involved than others. Some parents are more equipped than others, and sometimes they are literally doing the heavy lifting, not just of teaching curriculum, not just teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? They are actually teaching social skills and um, personal development skills. And we, we wanted to just put in this book how they could do that, and it started with attitude. And then the next one was... Um, How are they on their best behavior? How are they modeling best behavior? How are they keeping themselves in a positive frame of mind so that they could model that best behavior for their students, teaching them acceptance and 
how to behave or act in different situations. Um, and finally, building confidence, building confidence in themselves as teachers and as people. Because when you show up to a situation and you are confident, I was at a conference this past weekend, and one of the monikers was confidence has no competition. When you are confident, you can love and accept yourself and love and accept others. And I think that modeled by a teacher is really powerful for those for the students, whether they are preschool students or graduate students. And then finally, the, uh, the final legendary teacher skill is community creation. How do you create um, positive association? So friendship and, and companionship and connection within your classroom. How do you create a safe and wonderful space for every student in the classroom moving on to um, belonging? How do you make everyone feel like they belong? And I don't know about you, Hal, but when I was going through school... I went to five high schools. I didn't always feel like I belonged, right? And you, let's just talk about middle school. I went to the same middle school the whole entire time, but I didn't really feel like I belonged in middle school necessarily all the time either. And, and it's not until you're older that you realize, oh gosh, well, I wasn't alone. Everybody feels awkward and disconnected sure. at one point or another. And we wanted to give our teachers some really good nuggets of information on how they could make um, a space that everyone felt like they belonged and how do you as a teacher feel like you belong in your community and then finally I, I started my part of the introduction um, talking about Mrs. Lawrence who was my 10th grade French teacher and she made just such an, a positive impact on me she made me feel like she actually cared about me as a person and she demonstrated that many times she actually cared and the community part of being in a community is knowing that people care about you and care that you show up. Being a teacher and teaching someone how to multiply or divide or how to write a book report or you know just the basic the basic education history and and uh, those sorts of things. Uh, if you add the component of actually caring about the students, they know if you do and they know if you don't. Yeah. You as a teacher can care for your students and then you can teach them to care for you and care for each other. Imagine the ripple effects of not just that, but all the other things that are talked about in the book going out into the world. The thing that excited me the most about this particular book, more than any of the others, and I think people have to understand is uh, people um, call me the book lady, right? And <laughs> like, oh, you're the book lady. <laughs> so I love all of my books like they are my children. So this is like saying, well, I don't have a favorite child, but if I did, <laughs> this, might, <laughs> this might be it. The thing that excited me and excites me the most about this book is I understand, and you understand this too, Hal, because you've been doing this work for such a long time, is I, if I impact the life of one child, I don't just impact the life of that child. I impact the life of their siblings. Yeah. I impact the life of their parents. I impact the life of their grandparents in the, their neighborhood. Then we go back to the classroom. If you teach the students these skills in the classroom, then they impact the, the classroom to the left and to the right and across the hall. And if the teachers impact, you know, the teachers are doing it, the other teachers are seeing what's going on, then we have a little teacher community and then a big teacher community and then a, a nation and then the world that, that has this, these skills that they will rely upon for all of the situations that they're in. This has the possibility not to just impact, you know, eight-year-old Annie, but everyone in, eight, in eight-year-old Annie's life in her world. And then we multiply any times a million and we've impacted the consciousness of the world. Yeah. That's why I'm excited about this particular book. 
I couldn't agree more. And I feel, I think you and I both just feel from seeing and experiencing, witnessing what happened for the teachers that have done this already, you know, the dozens of teachers that participated in the real world experiment back in February of 2019, I think, right? It was this year, not that long ago. But uh, seeing what it did for the teachers, what it did for their classrooms, what it did for their students, most importantly, in my opinion, I think that uh, we are very optimistic. And obviously, anyone who's listening to this, you know, if you have a teacher in your life, whether you're a parent, you know, or you are a teacher, well, actually, Honoré, talk about that. How can listeners help get the word out about this book in a way that will change the world one student at a time? Sure. So we were talking about how as non-teachers, right? So we are not the selected uh, secretary of education, <laughs> right? Sure. So how do, we, how do we get the word out about this book that we are so passionate and excited about? And we talked about a top-down approach. So top-down approach would be Um, giving a book to the Secretary of Education or anyone in a position of influence uh, in the world of education. We are talking superintendents of schools, uh, principals of schools, teachers, guidance counselors, anybody who has influence um, where you can influence many people, right? So that's from from the top down. We also were really wanting to create a grassroots effort where one teacher at a time gets the book and as they do their own 30-day experiment and they teach their their classroom how to do the 30-day experiment, um, they are then watching the transformation of their students and people around them are watching the transformation and that gets the word out about the book. And pulling back one, you know, from a little bit wider of a lens, parents. If parents have... Students that are in classrooms, this book is the perfect Christmas gift um, or just a perfect Tuesday gift, right? It's Tuesday. It's a great gift for the holidays, uh, which is part of why we try to get the done or we work so hard to get the book done in time because teachers go on holiday break, right? And it, this is a neat gift to send your child to bring to school to give to their teacher before they head off on holiday break. And then they can read it on holiday break and then going into the new year you know, they can start the miracle morning in their classrooms, right? Classrooms as they come back from break. But there's really there's really no wrong time to get the book. But we are right. We we wanted to release the book because I know parents are out there. Um, and I'm as I'm giving the book to people I know with kids who are in school, um, I'm asking them, how many teachers do you have? Let me give you books to give to each of your students' teachers. You can make them cookies or you can buy them a a teacher's ornament that they'll put on their tree or for about the same cost, you can give them a book that can potentially change their life and change the life of everyone that they come in contact with forever. I mean, it's a brainer. I mean, I just kind of made the argument for no more teacher's ornaments, but you can... You just did the teacher ornament industry a huge disservice, Honoré. Yes, I'm so sorry. We're going to take a hit. I didn't mean to make ornaments go the way of the vinyl record. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, oh, yeah. That's why you know I'm getting copies of this for every single teacher at my children's school, You know, starting close to home as we you know, start with your family, then your community, right? And then out to your city and then your state, your country and the world. And that's for me, I see this getting this out there through, as you mentioned, this grassroots effort of members of the Miracle Morning community and listeners of the Achieve Your Goals podcast who believe in this mission and what we're talking about and uh, elevating the consciousness of humanity and realizing that, as Andre said, that our next generation 
is the place to really invest our time and energy and attention. And uh, our teachers are teaching that generation every single day. So Honoré, anything else to share or ask or anything else before we wrap up? I would love the listeners to imagine what their life would be like if they have learned this in preschool or fifth grade or eighth Mm. grade or 10th grade. Imagine how, if you're listening to this particular podcast, if you've read the Miracle Morning book, then you are well uh, connected to the fact that you have to work on yourself and that these are skills that you've learned and you're practicing and they are beneficial to you. And imagine if someone had given me the gift of these practices uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years, 50 years ago, whatever that looks like for you. And you have the opportunity to make that impact on the lives of other people. And we thank you in advance for not only listening to this, but taking the time to identify one teacher, just one teacher, and maybe 100 teachers. We're not going <laughs> to be Anywhere between one and 100. <laughs> uh, pick a number between one and 100. <laughs> Whatever works best for you. But it, just one teacher. If you can identify one teacher, if you're retired, you don't have any children, you don't have any grandchildren, you couldn't be less interested. Please just still find a teacher at your church or at your community center, um, one of your neighbors who's a teacher, and just give them the gift of this book and see if it doesn't come back in spades to you from giving that gift and then tell us about it. Hop into the Facebook community and tell us how you, who you gave the book to and what their response was. We really just want to know that, that this book is getting out there and making a difference in the lives of our next generation and in the lives of our teachers because our teachers really are underpaid and underappreciated. And yeah. in, in some small way, this was my way of paying Mrs. Lawrence back for all those French lessons. Hmm. <laughs> And for, more importantly, for seeing potential in me when I did not see it in myself. And teachers don't get paid for the what they do that that is not curriculum-based, right? Everything is numbers-based. But what they do that actually makes the real difference, um, they are not paid for and, and a lot of times not acknowledged for. And we, wanna, we want our teachers to, to feel like they matter and what they're doing makes a difference because it really does. Yeah, it does. And I I think that's one thing that was really unique about this book is it addressed all those intangibles of what it takes to be an exceptional or as we refer to legendary teacher. It's not, are you the best at teaching history or math or science, right? It's, are you the best at nurturing the hearts and the minds of the students so that they have that confidence that you talked about, that they have that peace of mind, that they have that ability to focus, that they feel good, that they feel part of a community so many intangibles, which I think that is, again, making the biggest impact for people, not just, uh, I got a good grade on my test, you know, but it's like, who am I becoming as a result of the teacher that I have and the environment that uh, has been created? So, well, hey, if you are listening and you're interested in supporting the mission and helping uh, your teacher in your life, head over to Amazon. You can get your copies of The Miracle Morning for Teacher there for your favorite teacher in your life. And uh, Honoré, you know, you did the majority of the research and the writing and leading the charge with the teachers. And as I've been focusing on recovery and health, and uh, you've just been incredible. So I just want to publicly say in front of everybody listening, how much I love and appreciate you. And I could not be more thankful and more grateful and more blessed to have you in my life. And as the co-creator, my partner in the Miracle Morning book series. So thank you so much. It was my pleasure. I look forward to hearing how this book impacts the lives of everyone it touches. Thanks. As do I. All right. Goal Achievers, I love you. 
And I appreciate you. Thanks for your valuable time and attention today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. And I can't wait to hear about the impact that the Miracle Morning for teachers makes in your life and the lives of your teachers, your students, and anyone else that any of you touch. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 